USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance, your host for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth by providing safe and effective strategies. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Wise. Today we're going to talk about a very important subject that applies to almost everybody listening. How much debt do you have and what are you doing about it? Because we live in a country that really celebrates the present and doesn't think a lot about the future necessarily, and people tend to satisfy their immediate urges and buy things that maybe they can't afford. So I guess the one thing that we don't want to do, ideally, is go into retirement with debt, because it's going to make it much more difficult to get along. So this morning, we have two wonderful special guests. We have attorney Mike Coleman. Good morning, Mike. Thank you for being here. Good morning. And attorney Tenny Lance. Good morning, Tenny. Good morning. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about consumer debt, the Federal Reserve, why are Americans so much in debt? And just as importantly, what are some of the things that you can do about it? I guess the first thing would be to simply recognize it, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it, Tenny? What do you mean, recognize that the debt crisis is upon us? Yeah. For example, ideally, in an ideal world, if you had a credit card and you had charges, that you made during the month, at the end of the month, you'd have enough resources to pay it off. But that's not the reality that most people live with, I suspect. Most people will buy something because they want something or they need something. And then it gets on a credit card, and then the credit card gets larger and larger. You know, I remember once I had a a woman who asked for some help. She had perfect credit. We ran her credit score. And what she had done is she had created this wonderful pyramid. She was taking money from one credit card to make um, a cash withdrawal from the card and use it to pay the other card's payment. And so she built up around $35,000 worth of credit card debt. And she reached a point when it just wasn't going to work anymore. There was no more credit available to pay the other cards. She did end up filing bankruptcy. She also had a bad spending habit. She was, she was somebody who bought a lot of things on credit, especially if they had a contest tied to them. So, for example, she would buy magazine subscriptions because if you bought a magazine subscription, you'd be entered into a contest. And she had 20 or 30 subscriptions to multiple magazines and they were all stacked up in her apartment. I went to visit her at her apartment to see what she had. Hmm. She had one bedroom. She had a two-bedroom apartment, and one of her bedrooms was stacked from floor all the way up to the ceiling with just barely enough space to get through, and it was unopened packages and unopened boxes of magazine subscriptions Hmm. because she thought that she was going to win one of these sweepstakes things, and if she entered into enough Hmm. contests... And then she used money from her credit cards to pay for that. So she just built up this massive credit, and she had no solution. I asked if her children knew about it. She said, no, they hadn't been into her apartment for a long time. And what a shame when somebody ends up in that situation. Oh, people really get taken in by a lot of these schemes. I I get things almost every day in the mail. I'm sure most of you out there do also. Um, suggestions that if you take out a lot of debt now, we won't even charge you interest for six months or some such thing, or buy this and you'll be entered into some sort of a prize game. It's really sad. Or roll your credit card over into a brand new credit card and you won't have to pay any interest for a year. And then at the end of the year, your interest will not be greater than 23.3%. Right. So I think what a lot of people forget sometimes is that if you have credit cards, and that's probably the number one source of consumer debt, and when you get your bill, if you just pay the minimum payment on your credit card bill, 
it takes somewhere between 17 and 18 years before you will pay that debt off. No more charges, just pay the minimum payment every month, and that's the power of the interest that's on top of these credit card debt. So consumer debt is something that a lot of people have. Um, consumer debt, and as of uh, June 2021, increased at an annual rate of 10.6%. That's a big increase in, in debt. So consumer debt right now totals about $4.3 trillion. It's, it's really hard to fathom what a trillion dollars is. Mm. But if you think about the fact that with a lot of the various SBA programs and, and uh, consumer help programs that occurred recently, we're probably talking about adding three or four trillion dollars to the federal budget. But consumer debt is over $4.3 trillion. And that's pretty sad when you think about the fact that Congress has been arguing forever about whether to do an infrastructure program that is about $1 trillion. And consumers out there have already exceeded that by a long shot. Well, consumer debt actually hit a record in February of 2020, just before the pandemic really started and the recession set in. Uh, but even since then, it has increased dramatically. So consumer debt is really how much money the citizens of the United States owe in loans, credit cards, or other credit instruments. Does not count debt from businesses or from the government. So sometimes it's called consumer credit. You can borrow money from a bank or a credit union, and it's revolving debt or non-revolving debt. Now, not that we need to know all the different types of debt, but consumer debt is considered to be revolving debt because it's meant to be paid off each month, but most people don't do that. So if you have debt, it's important to try to tackle it. And credit card debt rose in particular because in 2005, there was a brand new Bankruptcy Protection Act. Um, Although this act made it harder to, for people to file bankruptcy, uh, they then turned to credit cards as a way to help pay their bills. So ironically, making it harder for people to file bankruptcy caused people to spend more on their credit cards. There, there is a plus side, of course. If you spend money, you're building the economy, and that's helpful And as the economy grows the relationship of debt to overall uh, economic wealth assumedly should go down, but in any case, it's, it's got two sides to it. Well, it's not a new problem. Even Ben Franklin said, rather go to bed without dinner than to rise in debt. So even back then, he was- oh, that was a good statement. Putting out cautions about watch out for debt, it's gonna come back to bite you. But today we've got car loans, we've got student loans for kids going to college, and um, what happened during the pandemic is that the Affordable Care Act um, basically allowed the federal government to take over federal student loan program, and that cut some of the costs. But what happened last year in 2020 is that there was also a moratorium on having to make payments. So. You didn't have to make payments for a while because the economy was hurting. So it didn't wipe out the debt. You know, sometimes this, this sentiment expressed in the public about, well, maybe Congress should step in and pay off all the student loans. That's got pluses and minus to it as well. But in addition to paying off credit card each month, if you can, um, one of the strong recommendations always is to build an emergency fund. So if you have an emergency, you don't have to turn to a credit card. So consumer debt is what everybody has. And some of the things you can do to avoid consumer debt or to get out from behind the eight ball is um, make a budget for yourself. Figure out where your money is going. How much money do you have coming in? How much money do you have going out? How much can you afford to spend? And maybe if you can't afford it, you don't put it on a credit card. Uh, Tenny, you and I bought a mattress recently, mattress in a box spring, and they had you sign a, an application at the store at the time 
they didn't give you a new credit card, but they said, if you want to buy more stuff in the future, you now have credit available at this store to buy it from. Um, you didn't actually put this uh, purchase on a credit card. You know, you paid for it at the time. But they opened up a new credit line for you to make it easier for you to go and spend money. So it really doesn't matter what, whether you're looking at a car or buying a mattress or a box spring. Somebody's always looking to extend your credit. Do you know where the car dealers make most of their money? On the interest for the loans. On the interest on the loans. They don't make so much money on selling you a car. They have very slim profit margins when you buy a car. But then they take you into their finance department to see if you want to take out a loan to buy your car. Hmm. And they'll make more money on the interest than and, and the consumer financing of the car than they will on the profit on the car. It's pretty amazing how far we've come. Mm. But if you have a problem, if you can't pay, what do you do? What if you start getting letters? Number one, you can always work out a payment plan. Um, you can do it yourself. We've helped some clients through that problem. It's not a major specialty of the law firm, mm -hmm. but you've helped clients in the past uh, with that kind of a situation before. We can refer you to somebody who can do bankruptcy if that's required or appropriate. But I guess the first thing is to try to avoid it in the first place if you can. Well, there are these debt relief places also, which have always scared me a little bit because, um, first of all, I'm not sure that they're um, really on the up and up. But secondly, what people don't realize, I think, is that uh, using a debt relief company is likely to leave you with a bad credit rating. Um, so it's, it's a plus and a minus. But if you are even thinking out there, ladies and gentlemen, of using a debt relief company, check them out. Check them out with the attorney general's office or uh, some screening entity to make sure that it's a valid service. Was that a screening entity or a screaming entity? <laughs> Could be both. Could be both. <laughs> I actually know some credit counseling companies that have gone out of business. And some of them are nonprofits, by the way. Some of them are legitimate. We've worked with some of them before and have referred people. But we've got a lot of things we want to talk to you about today. We want to talk about different kinds of debts and what you can do and and how you can manage your budget and your uh, debts a little bit better. We're going to take a small break and come right back, and we're going to talk about how can you deal with creditors, how can you contact creditors, what if you need credit counseling. So stay tuned, and we will be right back. You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan, 508-998-8858. And now, back to Money Wise with the Money Guys. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Money Wise. We're talking about debt this morning. Susie Ormond once said, make this the year that you tackle that credit card debt once and for all. It's always a worthwhile goal. Uh, nobody wants to be in debt. Nobody enjoys being in debt. I guess a good question to ask Attorney Tenny Lance or Attorney Mike Coleman is a general question for our audience. What is it that keeps you up at night? Do you worry because you can't pay your bills and you don't have enough money? If you do, then maybe, maybe this, this is the year to do something about it. And we can make some recommendations. We can refer you to people. You can call the law firm, by the way. Mostly they do estate plans and trusts and wills and real estate transactions. But they can also refer you to somebody who does credit counseling. If you need that kind of a service, give them a call, 508-998-8800. You're smiling. <laughs> I'm smiling because I have to 
um, get a list together. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, we've got all that information. On the uh, Arbor Insurance side and USA Wealth side, uh, we've actually helped a number of people who have had that kind of a problem. We're not talking today about your credit score and improving your credit score. That helps you to borrow money at a lower interest rate. Also very important, but we are talking about the very important subject of debt. And we are in a debt crisis right now as we were in 2008 and as we were during certain periods in the 1970s. So there's several different kinds of debt, especially when we talk about secured debt. Secured debt means that whoever is loaning you the money has taken uh, some asset that you have and put a lien on it, a mortgage. It could be a car loan where they have a car lien on your car loan, or it could be a mortgage on your house if you bought a house. So the main types of personal debt are secured debt, unsecured debt, revolving debt, which tends to be credit cards, and mortgages. So secured debt always involves some kind of collateral, while unsecured debt is based uh, solely and entirely upon your individual credit worthiness. Um, mortgages typically have a term of 15 to 30 years. Sometimes they're longer now. Japan, because they've had a major economic problem for about 15 years now, they have mortgage loans that go as long as 100 years. Isn't that wow. amazing? So not only is it your mortgage loan, but it's your children's loan, and then it's your grandchildren's loan. Wow. I did not know that. Yep. So Ralph Waldo Emerson, did you ever hear of him? He wrote in the early to mid-1800s. Um, he said, a man in debt is so far a slave. Well, Because you are. You're a slave true. to somebody else. Right. So anyway, we talked about the importance of having a budget. If you don't have a budget, you don't know what your expenses are. And it's easy to go out and spend money on something else that maybe you can't afford. Remember in the early days when we were younger, and probably when you were younger too, Mike, mm -hmm. parents said, don't buy something unless you can pay for it, unless you mm -hmm. can afford it. Right. I wonder how many people say that to their children today. Probably not. I don't know. I can certainly remember my dad telling me that. Yep. But um, anyway, don't avoid your creditors. Always contact your creditors if you have a problem. Sometimes creditors, even credit card companies, will say, would you like to skip a payment this month? You know, just let us know and we'll be happy to postpone your payment for this month and add it on to the end of your debt. So sometimes that's helpful and sometimes it means you're just postponing a problem. Um, did you ever hear of a guy named Bo Diddley? Yep. Yep. I don't remember exactly what he did except he was a singer and a rapper. He once said, don't let your mouth write no check that your tail can't cash. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was a rapper. <laughs> I think it was before rap. Maybe he was, but he was a singer in any event. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, I kind of like that when I was looking for quotations this morning. <laughs> Do not avoid your creditor. If you're having a problem and you start getting notices or letters or telephone calls, speak to them. We have all kinds of consumer protection laws where they can't harass you. They're not supposed to call you at work. And if creditors do start to call you at work or call you more than once a week, Keep a record of it because now you can go after them and they can end up paying a fine to you if you do that. But um, don't avoid your creditors is a real important rule. Talk to them. Say, you know, I just got laid off or I got laid off during the pandemic and I haven't been back to work yet. Um, most of them don't want to see the debt get written off. They'll work with you on a plan. And um, what about debt collectors? I wonder how many people get a letter from a debt collector saying, your account has been placed in our hands for a collection and we're coming after you. Um, as, as you know, um, we have been getting a lot of these unsigned notices supposedly from the IRS collecting on back debt, which of course we don't owe, 
But um, that's pretty scary when you get something from supposedly the IRS. Yeah, not us personally, but clients. But yeah. sometimes you'll get something that will say official notice on the front of the envelope. Mm-hmm. And you open it up and it's just another scam to collect money. There are many of them out there. Don't but, talk to these people. Mm-hmm. Don't give them any information. Yeah, or give us a call at USA Wealth Group at 508-998-8858. We can show you some other things that you can do. Um, interestingly, by the time a debt gets put into the hands of a debt collector company, many times the debt collection company will settle the debt for 50 cents on the dollar. Of course, you have to be able to pay it and you have to be able to afford it. But they're going to collect their, their bottom feeders bottom fishers, if you will. They're going to collect whatever they can for the company, take their percentage, and give it back to them. And leave you with a really bad credit rating. Yep, it does impact your credit. But there there are credit counseling agencies that are available. We've worked with a number of them. There are some good ones. Um, My recollection is the last time we did it was somebody out of, it was a company out of Taunton. And we didn't have one that was working really locally. Well, nonprofits often have good debt collection services because they're out there to help you and not make a profit. So if you can find somebody that is reputable and a nonprofit, that's probably uh, a good place to start. And if you need some assistance or recommendation, let us know because we've worked with some good ones and we've worked with some bad ones. I was working with one that was basically out of Rhode Island and they actually went out of business. And um, I'm not sure exactly why. You know, the last resort for people is is to file bankruptcy. And I think we're gonna see an increase in bankruptcy. But it won't happen immediately, it won't happen until all the federal uh, support programs are gone. And when there's no more subsidy of those kinds of things and people are truly at rock bottom, then I think you're going to see more interest in people filing bankruptcy. And uh, by the way, you cannot wipe out a student loan in bankruptcy. They're not dischargeable in bankruptcy. Um, medical bills, yes, you can. And that's one of the reasons that biggest reasons that people get into debt is uh, medical problems, isn't it, Tony? Right, and that's the scary thing that's been happening over the, this past year and a half or so is that um, the people getting sick, primarily from COVID, have enormous medical bills, and that has added dramatically both to their own personal debt, the debt of the companies that have served them, but more importantly, to your bottom line for your own health insurance. Health insurance rates are going up because of all of this. Yes, uh, they are. Uh, a gentleman named Henry Wheeler Shaw once said, debt is like any other trap. It's easy enough to get into, but hard enough to get out of. You know, what interested me is um, all the historical figures over the years, um, former presidents, even back in colonial times, were talking about debt. I'm going to share some of that. Um, Herbert Hoover once said, by the way, blessed are the young for they shall inherit the national debt. Right, exactly. I think about my poor grandchildren <laughs> with all that they're going to have to pay off. But are they going to have to pay it off? I mean, it seems like the It'll, national debt just keeps going up. It's, right. It's, uh, <laughs> well, I think it was only Bill Clinton in the last memorable past that had a positive balanced budget. Yep, he actually <laughs> had a balanced budget that did not increase the uh, national debt. And, of course, any presidential candidate or any president in that situation will always take credit for it, but it probably has a lot more to do with the economy than with politics, Mm. I suspect. You can go to Times Square and see how much we owe. (laughs) Is that what goes on that uh, revolving? The ticker. Yeah, Yeah. they've run out of space. They had to build a bigger (laughs) sign. So we live in a nation of debt. Yeah, we do. We but, do. you know, so does every other country. It's like you're borrowing. I was going to say, the... we live in a, in a world of debt. Yeah. All right, so in that regard, let me ask you this question for both of you. Do you think in the future, and particularly in the near future, taxes are going to go up in this country? Yes. And then they'll go down. Okay. <laughs> yep. 
Now, we're going to have to do something to tackle the national debt. Well, in about two years, personal taxes are going to go up anyway because the uh, package that was passed under Trump expires. Yep, it does. 2023. And what makes me angry (laughs) is that a lot of corporations pay no taxes, but that's another subject. Yeah, and by the way, their tax reduction for corporations, which went down to 25% as a maximum, was a permanent change in the tax law. Right. So corporations were treated favorably, but individuals were not. Mm. You know, politicians always have a lot of interesting things to say. Do you remember the name Senator Everett Dirksen? No. Oh, yes. Tenny would remember. He was a curmudgeon in the Senate. One of the things he said was, a billion here, a billion there, sooner or later it adds up to real money. (laughs) (laughs) He's a funny man. Well, we're going to take a short break and come back and talk about debt settlement and debt elimination schemes, schemes, scams, and 15 real reasons for becoming debt-free. So stay tuned. This is Money Wise Radio, powered by the USA Wealth Group. Collectively, more than 80 years of experience helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Dave Ramsey is a a well-known financial writer in this country, and he wrote once, debt is dumb, cash is king. I guess that puts it fairly succinctly, doesn't it? Debt is what? Debt is dumb, cash Cash is is king. king. That's kind of not true because you can take out loans um, and use your own money for yourself mm-hmm. in a way where you can you know, keep your own money working for yourself as long as a loan doesn't have a really high interest rate. Right. You know, you can actually use debt to your advantage. You know, that's someday. an interesting remark, Mike, because in just the last two days, literally in the Wall Street Journal, there's a really significant article that says corporations across the country right now are hoarding cash. Mm-hmm. They're accumulating cash and building cash. They're not spending their money. If they're not spending their money, that doesn't create new jobs. It doesn't help the economy. But it also means they're hanging on to cash because, A, they're anticipating further problems, and, B, they're anticipating opportunities where somebody else is going to be in trouble, and then they'll swoop in like a vulture and use their cash to buy another company. Hmm. But record record amounts of cash right now uh, is being hoarded by companies in this country. So interesting. But... We're talking about personal debt primarily today. Um, Louis Anderson once said, we all think we're going to get out of debt. And maybe we do, maybe we won't. You know, one thing there's a lot of misconception about though, sometimes people say, my parents uh, passed away, they left a bunch of credit card debt. Are the children gonna have to pay that debt? And the answer is no. You do not inherit your parents' debt. Which doesn't add to the overall strength of the national economy. No, it but doesn't. But you personally have a relief there. Great. Um, I'm going to give you one other quote from Susie Orman because I thought it was interesting. And I bet this applies to a lot of people listening today. If you have debt, I'm willing to bet that general clutter is a problem for you too. So think about that. You live a cluttered life, you probably have more debt because you're not tackling these problems. Does that mean all the uh, payment slips and all those things that I haven't filed yet are are indicative of bad things? (laughs) I hate to file. Just means you're too busy (laughs) or need to have somebody help you uh, do your filing. You know, I'm noticing here in the radio room there's something kind of interesting that's been here as a little memento for a while. I purposely haven't touched it or eaten it. It's a Hershey's Kiss because what the uh, 
the young gentleman who used to run the radio show for us is no longer working here. And um, he had a young female friend who's taken over running the radio show. She's smiling over in the corner. And I think that she gave him this Hershey's Kiss, which is still sitting here, so I dare not disturb it. So we may remember. She's just, she's just covered her eyes with her mask. Our friend who has gone on to better things. <laughs> Look at her face. She just took her mask and moved it from her nose all the way up and covered up her eyes. <laughs> we have to have some fun, don't we? Well, here's an American proverb about debt. Before borrowing money from a friend, decide which you need the most. <laughs> Right. The money or the friend. <laughs> I think most people would far rather borrow money from some unknown corporation than a friend. Well, I can remember from personal experience when I was young and just starting out, I needed money for something, and I borrowed some money from my father at the time. It was a couple of thousand dollars. And then at the time that I was planning to pay it back, I wasn't able to at that point in time. And he asked me about it. And I felt about two inches tall. And I actually went to a bank and borrowed a couple of thousand dollars and paid him back. And I said, I'm never going to ask to borrow money from my father again. And I didn't. My father would never have lent money. It was <laughs> not his creed to do that. No. But we always learn these things. Well, debt settlement. Let's talk a little bit about that. If you're going to settle debt, there has to be written disclosure requirements. There may be tax consequences. Do you know what happens if you settle debt and you pay back somebody less than what you actually owe? You're recognizing income to the amount of the debt that's been forgiven. Think, in the, think of it in a mortgage context, for example. Um, you can't pay your mortgage off and the bank has agreed to take something less you're going to get a 1099 for the amount of that forgiven debt, and you're going to pay income taxes on it. So be careful how you do that. And if you need advice, uh, we can help you here. You can call Tenney at 508-998-8800 or attorney Mike Coleman. You can also reach him at the same telephone number. But credit repair takes a long time. If you have credit card debt, it's on your credit report, it's on your credit history. The most important factor of your um, credit report, the most important thing that measures how good a credit report and credit uh, schedule you have is, do you pay your bills on time? Do you make your monthly payments on your credit cards on time? So to the extent that you possibly can, you always want to be on time with your bills. If not, it will impact your credit rating, and you don't want to do that. And you can make automatic payments. Yes, you, you know, can. You can schedule automatic payments of a credit card. Right. Sometimes that's a good way to see you know, what you're actually using the credit card for. Mm-hmm. At the end of the month, when you see a large amount of money come out of your bank account, <laughs> you'll realize, oh, maybe I use my card too much this month. Right, exactly. <laughs> and nope. I'm so old-fashioned that I don't like anybody to access my bank account other than me. So I write hard checks. Mm. Well, I look at it once in a while. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no access. <laughs> no. Listen, we've got a very good report. If anybody would like a copy of a free report, there's no obligation. It's called Coping with Debt. It's published by the Federal Trade Commission. And it's a very nice report. I would guesstimate this is, well, it's actually 13 pages long. So if you have debt concerns or a debt problem, uh, this tells you about developing a budget. We can also give you a budget form. So if you have interest that talks about options and alternatives for you, give a call to the office. You can call 508-998-8858 for USA Wealth Group. You can call 508-998-8800 for the law firm and just say, could I have a copy of that report, Coping with Debt, please? We'll send you that and we'll send you a budget form. Two real important steps to help you maybe get back out of debt and onto your, onto your feet again financially. 
Let's switch for a minute and talk about 15 real reasons for becoming debt-free, because it is an issue. It is a problem. Well, number one, you don't have to deal with credit card companies and creditors and collection agencies anymore, do you? You would sleep a lot better at night. You would sleep a lot better at night. And if you can go out and know that you have a budget and you can pay cash and buy something without having to worry about do you have enough money to pay for it, you get the freedom to spend your own money. And I'm hearing lots of noises outside our recording studio this morning. I'm not sure why. Because we've got signs out there and everything else telling people to be quiet. And anyway, let's move on and talk about, let's change the pattern of debt in your family. Has it been the history in your family that you've grown up where people manage their money and manage their budget and save money and did investments? Or has it been just the opposite, where people have bought things they couldn't afford, bought a fancy new car that they couldn't afford? Maybe you ought to hang on to the old car for a while. I think it's really important for parents to take on the obligation of teaching kids about uh, paying their debts, about not getting into debt, about waiting to uh, obtain what you want until you can afford to pay for it. And, um, but I think sometimes families have a history, if they grew up in a family when they were young that the, did these kinds of things and yeah, didn't manage money I mean. well. It's got to change at the family level. Right. Hopefully at some point we may do a better job in school systems too about teaching kids how to manage money and, and how to not get into debt. Oh, you have long um, recommended that. It always seemed like a good, terrific idea to me that kids don't have any idea what a checkbook is. They don't know what a bank balance is. They don't know where money comes from, how you get it, why you save it, all those things. So we have a grandson that just started college. And you know what happens to them at their breaks, even in their very first year, first semester? credit card companies will be sitting there waiting to give them credit card applications and they'll offer them a free credit card. You'll get $200 worth of credit, just sign this application. They wanna suck them into the system. Mm -hmm. yep. Every college in America is getting ready this fall to issue credit cards to the kids. Yep. It's uh, a shame. Well, anyways, you can change the pattern in your family if that's been your family history. Why not teach something and make it better for the next one? next generation of kids. Become a model for your kids. I'd like to teach my kids that being debt-free is not only normal, but it's wonderful. I wanted to break the pattern of my parents who asked me to get a car loan when I was only 16 because they thought it's the only way to build credit in my early life so I can get more loans in my later life. Maybe that's not good thinking. I also think you need to think about it a little bit differently now, though, than it used to be because it's times have changed where schooling is a lot more expensive. A lot of things are more expensive now in relation to the amount of money that young people are making when they uh, graduate college. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's not a matter of choice. It's just a matter of they have to take on debt. Right. When we come back after our last short break, we're going to be talking about medical debt. We're going to be talking about some of the impact of the pandemic. We're going to be talking about what if you want to run your own business? Are you going to be able to do that if you've got debt? So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Call 508-998-8858. That's 508 508- 998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back to our last segment this morning, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about debt this morning. Um, we're talking about 15 real reasons for becoming debt-free. You want to be a better model for your children or your grandchildren. 
You want to get rid of fear and anxiety in your own life? Maybe you want to just be able to sleep better at night and not have to worry about how you're going to pay your bills. Change the patterns. And what are some of the other reasons, Teddy? Not having to worry about what happens if you have a job loss. Right. Or if the economy goes in a tank like it did last year with the pandemic. And how about retirement? Just think about retirement for, for a second. We do a lot of retirement planning, mostly retirement planning at USA Wealth Group. And if you can go into retirement and you've got no debt, you have a house and you've paid off your mortgage, you don't have any car loans, it's going to be so much easier for you to make the decision to start retirement. And you're going to be able to get by on less income because you're not going to be working. So getting out of debt is a real key factor in being able to retire comfortably and on time or early and so forth. And you won't have to depend on public assistance. You won't have to worry about looking at your mailbox to see if you've got bill collection notices. Maybe you want to do other kinds of things like, you know, build your dream house or run your own business. You can do these things so much better and so much more comfortably if you don't have debt. You can participate in donating money to charities, perhaps. So make a list of what are your reasons for getting out of debt. This is something you can do right now, even as we're sitting here talking. And, and one of the last reasons is maybe you can do some good in this world. Maybe you can donate to a charity or worthy cause if you don't have those bills to pay every month. Or maybe if you're in retirement, you don't have to worry about having that part-time job to make ends meet because you don't have bills you got to pay. I always thought making french fries at McDonald's would be a good thing to do in retirement. No no thought pattern, just <laughs> Mike's looking at me as though I have three heads. <laughs> yeah, but you smell like a french fry at night when you come home. <laughs> That's true. You have to take a shower outside. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's not a solution. Nobody nobody wants to go into retirement thinking that they have to have a part-time job. And by the way, that's something we help a lot of people with. Can you afford to retire? And one of the first recommendations we're going to make is, what can we do to get rid of the debt payments? When can you pay off your car payment so you won't have to have a car payment in retirement? Uh, do you have a 15-year-old car and do you need to invest in a new car? So you're not going to have car repairs early in retirement. There's a lot of things you need to think about. What about medical bills? Um, medical bills are the number one reason why people file bankruptcy. I learned that recently. I was surprised to hear it, but then not surprised when you think about it. So not everybody has good medical insurance programs. No, and the, the whole pandemic created such a disaster for so many people. It's, I said before, I'm really worried about what our health insurance programs are going to look like as a result. Going back to my friend Benjamin Franklin for a minute, he said, the second vice is lying. The first is running in debt. And even Thomas Jefferson said, never spend your money before you have it. So even going back to colonial times, people were talking about Get out of debt. Don't get into debt. But I think, as Mike said, the times have changed, and there hasn't been any real um, movement to have people be concerned about debt. No, that's true. In the times that since you and I went to college, Tenny, college was fairly affordable and inexpensive at that time. Our same colleges that we went to right now is hugely expensive in relationship to somebody's income today. And hugely expensive in terms of the increase of the buying power of a dollar. Yep, that's called I mean, inflation. It was, it was a lot of debt in our time. I was extremely fortunate to have my parents pay for my college education. You did not. But the, the cost of college now is, is out of sight. Right. No, it is. The cost of living is out of sight, and the cost of inflation is projected to get higher. One piece of good news that I just heard, uh, actually this morning as I was getting material ready for the show, 
I read a report on a website that I go to, Reverse Mortgage Daily, saying that because inflation has been so high, right now we're at the highest inflation we've been in 13 years. It's 5.4% this year. It's running right now. And that's the highest inflation has been in 13 years. And that means everything is costing more money. Some businesses are taking advantage of that. But groceries are more expensive. Your grocery bill is more expensive. It's more expensive to buy a car. You're paying sticker price for cars now. There's no more negotiating room when you buy a car. Haven't helped those expensive houses financed with adjustable rate mortgages because they're going to adjust. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a good time to get out of an adjustable rate mortgage if you're in one and get back to a fixed mortgage. If you haven't already done so, we can give you some direction on that. You know, Give us a call at 508-998-8858. But I started talking about the cost of living going up. So I just read an article this morning that said, in October, later this year, later this fall, when the... Um, reverse mortgage and the consumer uh, bureaus are going to be meeting, mostly the consumer bureaus, they're predicting that Social Security is going to raise the cost of living adjustment for next year to close to a 6% increase Wow! in the Social Security cost of living adjustment for 2022. And that relates to the fact that inflation is so high in this year. But then they will also raise the um, d deduction from your Social Security for Medicare. Yep. <laughs> and you won't end up with anything probably any better. Well, that's a good possibility. But medical bills still do account for a major uh, part of the expense for a lot of people. And if you're in that situation, um, if you ever get an insurance bill from your health insurance company, it's really instructive because it says, this is the amount that your medical provider wanted to charge. This is the amount the insurance company paid. And it's like a ratio of four to one. So if you're, if you're a hospital, your doctor's bill was gonna be $1,000. Maybe your insurance has paid them $250. And the rest, they typically will write off. Well, yes, write off, always. but is it real to begin with? I always wondered about that. Mm -hmm. But um, one thing to make sure that people do, um, we get these regular statements monthly about your medical uh, payments and your drug payments from uh, Medicare. Although they are a drudge to look through, take time to look through those and make sure those are real. Make sure that the places they said you went to get medical treatment, you really did go. Yep, definitely, and um, that's a very useful tip also in general because you should always take a look at your credit card bill every month. Yep. And make sure there aren't charges on there that you did not authorize. Mm -hmm. Just useful, very important little things to do. Andrew Jackson, um, United States President once said, when you get into debt, you become a slave. Maybe I said that one already, I can't remember. But I repeat myself. No, that was new. Was that new? Okay. Yes. Sometimes you can't always remember. Anyway, um, medical bills are a, a major problem for everyone. A reminder again, we have this wonderful little handout that we printed from the Federal Trade Commission website, Coping with Debt. We're happy to provide a copy of that publication to you. There's also an interesting article, um, I think from Newsweek, that said, that talks about concerns mount over looming surge in bankruptcy as COVID medical debt soars. I just think that's really interesting because, as I said earlier, I'm really concerned about our medical insurance rates as a result of COVID. Well, they will be going up, no question about it. But as I mentioned earlier, um, medical bills are the number one reason people have no choice but to file bankruptcy. We're happy to refer you to somebody to handle that. We've got some uh, friends and colleagues who do that. And you can eliminate medical debt through bankruptcy. And we're not going to get into that whole subject right now. No, but it's important <clears throat> that you weigh the impact of bankruptcy over 
weighing um, the struggle to pay your bills? Well, the whole economy is, is still very much screwed up. So we will give you a budget form. If you call the office, we'll give you this coping with debt form if you call the office. And there isn't any obligation to do that or to do anything. Um, lastly, I want to simply say uh, thank you to Attorney Mike Coleman and thank you to Attorney Tenny Lance for being here this morning. Debt is very unpleasant. Nobody wants to have that hanging over their head. It creates stress. There are solutions. What is it that keeps you up at night? Do you have too much debt? We can make some suggestions for you that will help you. Have you created your will or your trust, or have you not done that? Is your family going to be in trouble when you die? Have you made a durable power of attorney for property and your own health care um, so that people don't have to go to court while you're alive to take care of you? So our job here is very simple. Our goal is to protect you and to protect your family. You need to do your own part. Give us a call. We thank you for listening. And the question is, how can you protect your family? Can you do it better? Give us a call. You've been listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, powered by USA Wealth Group, Inc. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. MoneyWise is also online. Go to usawealthgroup.com. That's usawealthgroup.com. Our firm provides insurance services. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. USA Wealth Group, Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group, Inc. USA Wealth Group, Inc. has a strategic partnership with tax professionals and attorneys who can provide legal advice. Lance Law, Inc. is not affiliated with USA Wealth Group, Inc. or AE Wealth Management. This radio show is a paid placement.